Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things MCU. That's right, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're in your feed for a really quick news update where we're going to discuss some of the biggest news coming out of the MCU. Unfortunately, there isn't really much because until March 30th, there are no new series or, or films in theaters, although we are really excited for Moon Knight. And we're going to be talking episode by episode starting, I guess, the whatever the first couple days after March 30th is, we'll be talking about Moon Knight. But I'm Emmanuel, and I'm solo. I'm I'm by myself, just going to recap with you. Kind of, you know what? The length of this is, is perfect for a little drive. So if you're driving to work, driving to school, and you're not too far, you should be able to consume all of this MCU news on the drive. And yeah, so yeah, now I'm kind of like a, right now I'm kind of like a, a, a NPR, like a public news programmer, except the news, not as important. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about some of the biggest things coming down the pipe for MCU, as well as some speculation and rumors, considering all of the projects. And again, this year is going to be jam-packed, just like last year. I feel like we were already talking WandaVision in 2021, but after Moon Knight, we're talking Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we're, we're talking Wakanda Forever, Thor Love and Thunder. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun stuff. But before we look forward, let's look back a little bit. Spider-Man No Way Home has just logged its sixth weekend at the number one spot, it raked in about $11 million, which isn't a ton of money, especially considering COVID. But that's really important because that six weekend is actually a record. So now it has the record for most weekends for a superhero film to be at number one. I think that you've probably, if you're listening to this pod, you've probably seen it already, but you may be noticing some friends and family making their way to the theaters, and that means that they're watching it for the first time, and I mean, I've had friends see it for the first time just last weekend, so not that surprised that, that it's it's still going really strong. Now, it doesn't seem like it has a chance of beating the all-time number one at the box office record, which is held by Avatar at seven. So just one more weekend and it would win. But Jackass and Moonfall, there's some new movies coming out this weekend that will probably be closer to the number one spot considering Spider-Man No Way Home has been out for so long. But still another record for Spider-Man No Way Home. It's sixth weekend at the box office, making it the, I guess, the the, the most... Wait, how how what 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 is that title even? Most weekends at number 1 for a superhero film. And honestly, still a really surprised considering the fact that during COVID, there were a lot of theaters closed and people deciding to stay home or watch stuff that's on Netflix and Disney Plus, but Spider-Man No Way Home kind of the exception to that. Still going really strong. I've seen it twice three times already i don't know let us know how many times you've seen it but that's i guess some really big news especially for that film and of course tom holland who uh, is now just a superstar is able to to say that he's one of the highest grossing actors uh really of all time 
Well, let's switch over. We're talking about Tom Holland and his success. And, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that entire cast, Zoe Saldana, uh, Batista, Chris Pratt, uh, everyone on that cast is so incredibly fun together. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the most successful MCU outings. I think people still have it up there in their top list of MCU movies of all time. Well, unfortunately, it seems like the third Guardians of the Galaxy film, Volume 3, which is coming out in just a couple of years, will be the last time that we see this cast together. Now, James Gunn, who has an amazing show out right now called Peacemaker on HBO Max, I'm sure some of you have seen it. It's rated R. It's very different from MCU, but it's John Cena as Peacemaker, one of the funnest characters. I don't think I don't think he's the best character, but one of the most fun characters from his Suicide Squad uh, film. But uh, Peacemaker is out, but Uh, Of course, he's doing some press, and part of the press, I'm sure, a lot of the press is people asking him about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and this is what James Gunn said. He said, this is the end for us, the last time people will see this team of Guardians. I just want to be true to the characters, the story, and give people the wrap-up that they deserve for the story. That's always a little bit scary. I'm doing my best. So the last time we're going to see this team of Guardians, so that could mean that uh, a lot of the characters aren't come back. Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, uh, his character Groot, um, uh, have have said that they did not want to, to come back. Bradley Cooper, of course, voices Rocket Raccoon. Bautista also said he doesn't want to return to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and another clue here is James Gunn has talked about writing the final chapter of his trilogy and saying that it's really, really sad and that he's kind of surprised that he went that that route and that it may be devastating to some people who have grown an affinity to the Guardians. So we'll have to see what that means. Now, a lot of us may think that that means there's a death and that I think is fair, considering the fact that this is going to be an episode that focuses on Rocket Raccoon, um, who has a kind of a tragic backstory, but who knows? But this is going to make Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 a must-see, especially, I mean, it already is because it's an MCU movie. But if this is the final outing for this group of Guardians, it's, it's historic now. And I think a lot of people will want to see that. I think bring a box of tissues. It'll be a lot of fun. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are some more characters from Guardians of the Galaxy that do end up, you know, in the Thor universe or, or doing other stuff in the MCU. But it seems like this may be the end, at least for the classic Guardians of the Galaxy group. But, you know, if it's a great story, I think that's going to be really exciting. And all things come to an end, right? Everything does. So uh, who knows? But I'm really excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I believe is already filming. And soon we'll be able to see it. And soon we'll be pretty sad. Um, Okay, now we've talked about some endings. Well, let's talk about some, mm, I don't know, beginnings. And that's the fact that there uh, are apparently some news that Jane Foster played uh, by Natalie Portman, who is, of course, from the Thor trilogy of films. We know that she is in Thor Love and Thunder, 
um, you know, being directed by Taika Waititi. And I think that uh, one of the, the the biggest pieces of news is the fact that she may continue on as Thor. It seems that Marvel is working on some solo outings and projects for Natalie Portman's Jane Foster character. Now, in the comic books, Jane Foster, I believe, wields Mjolnir, so the the, the big hammer that Thor has, and it keeps her alive after she um, unfortunately gets cancer. Now, it doesn't mean that Thor retires. He just continues on doing his own thing without the 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 hammer um of course we know tessa thompson as valkyrie is in this there's there's a whole gang of of thor favorites i wonder if loki's gonna be in it probably not he's got tva stuff going on but who knows there's variants now we know that's everywhere but um Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, rumored to have multiple solo outings. And I think really what a way to kind of continue Thor's legacy with a character that a lot of people loved. And honestly, someone who didn't have a lot of screen time and a lot of presence and story arcs past, I think, Thor the Dark World. There's some references to Jane Foster, but we really don't see her much in any of the Avengers films, in Guardians, and in really anything else. So I'm excited to see more of Natalie Portman, and I'm sure Taika is going to do a fantastic job with his films, his Thor movies. My goodness, there's so much fun, and I'm really sure that we're going to enjoy Natalie Portman as her character, I mean, I think there's a lot of speculation that she wields the hammer. She did at Comic-Con when they announced this film, and I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen, but it's going to be it's going to be huge. Well, let's look further down the line. So, of course, Thor Love and Thunder. I keep saying of course this episode, and I feel like that is something I need to correct. Um, but of course, there is other news considering a movie coming out later this year, this same year. So Thor Love and Thunder coming out in the summertime. And later on this year, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, or some people call it Black Panther 2, is coming out as well. Even though there have been multiple delays, I actually wouldn't be surprised if there's an announcement that Ryan Coogler is um, delaying the release of the film. I guess he wouldn't be doing it, but Disney, considering the fact that they have halted production for an injury to Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, and um, Lupita Nyong'o, I think, has has uh, ha- has caught COVID, and they had to postpone it a little bit longer as well. We'll have to see. They're almost done. They're filming in Atlanta. But there is some rumor that Namor, so Namor, who is the Aquaman of the Marvel Universe, uh, he lives in Atlantis, there um, uh, is some supposedly some reference to him in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, if not a main role. Now, I'm not sure who's cast as him. Uh, I don't know exactly what he's going to look like. We have Jason Momoa as Aquaman in the DC Universe, and there's Aquaman 2. Aquaman is actually one of the highest grossing DC properties, even above a lot of the Batman stuff, which is kind of insane. So it would make sense that Marvel wants to go under the sea, a la Little Mermaid and Sebastian, and uh, introduce Namor somewhere in there. Now, I, I, I will say there have been other references to Atlantis before in Iron Man 2. There's, I believe, a map that shows... Um, 
something、um, in the middle of the ocean. There's、uh, other references across MCU stuff, but nothing too overt. And you'd think this is one of those big castings if Namor is introduced. But、uh, there, there's some rumors, and I think that some of them are substantiated just because there are these giant. Water tanks being that that were built for the filming of Black Panther,、um, and a significant amount of time and second unit filming in these giant water tank tanks. Think of Avatar,、uh, the sequels to Avatar, also filming in giant tanks. Who knows? They could be the exact same water tanks. A lot of water, and、uh, Wakanda is land. I believe landlocked. I don't think it's by the ocean. So、um, the the rumor is that Atlantis v. Wakanda. That'll be really interesting and kind of a curveball, I believe, because we haven't seen anything like this before. But Atlantis could be one of these civilizations hidden on our Earth that we don't know anything about for a really long time.、Um, but、uh, also in Eternal, spoiler alert: something comes out of the ocean. That's something that could. Uh, trigger whatever、uh, I don't know the fishes to go to Atlantis and tell Namor that there's something going on. But I'm interested to to see this because we, you know, just like Thor: Love and Thunder, really haven't seen a glimpse of Wakanda forever, and I'm I'm excited to see what's going on. But yeah, giant water tanks on set, or, or they're filming in giant water tanks. These rumors that Namor and Atlantis are involved. Who knows? Get ready to get wet, I guess, for Black Panther Two or Wakanda Forever. I'm just hoping that movie is finished because it seems like there's a lot of work、um, that's been postponed. But again, I'm sure they'll they're able to do it. And again, that's later on in the year. So Wakanda Forever, we may not get a trailer until the summertime, or maybe months and months from now,、um, considering the fact that、uh, it's still a long ways away. All right. So I want to end this really quick news break episode with some really big news, but it may not necessarily be MCU, but maybe just maybe it's a hint of where all of this multiverse stuff is headed, and that is the breaking. News from last week.、Uh, breaking news a while ago that the Marvel comic books, the physical comic books, they announced Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals as an event series. This is really exciting. You know the Eternals, who I think canonically maybe had something to do with the creation of mutants, and of course the Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, mostly humans, some metahumans, and some people from outer space. They're all going to be fighting each other. We'll have to see why. But I bring it up because if you want, if you love the archetypes and the characters in the MCU, then obviously read the comic books. The Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals. These are all. In the cards for the MCU. Obviously, we've seen the Avengers a bunch. We just saw the Eternals and the Celestials and the、uh, hmm. shoot Deviants. Okay, I was gonna say Demogorgons, but、uh, then that's Stranger Things. But the Avengers and Eternals we've seen, and we obviously are gonna get X Men soon. So Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals. That is a comic book series, really an event that's coming out soon. Pick that up because who knows? In five years from now, we may be talking about a movie called Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals versus Deadpool versus Blade versus Fantastic Four. <laughs> It could get wild, but、uh, yeah, read that. It's a comic book series that's coming out. Well, those are some of the top headlines from the MCU this week. I know this episode is only half as long as our normal shows, but to get more MCU stuff. 
just stay subscribed because soon Moon Knight will be out. We'll be back in your feeds next week for a brand new episode. We could be talking about news. We could be playing a fun game or talking some more MCU. When you let us know what you're watching too, you can find us at DelphinPod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D on all social media. And we are really excited to announce that we, well, not to announce, we've had Patreon for a really long time, but we should be releasing some high quality video content soon you know we're remote recording a lot of our star wars shows uh we're remote recording our wrestling show but we're 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 really investing in the in the video content and making it look really good and who knows some of that may be live but you can go to patreon.com slash delphinpod d-e-l-f-i-n-p-o-d if you want to see what that video stuff looks like and we could be I was gonna say screaming. We could be streaming soon on YouTube and on Twitch. So keep an eye out for that. If you want to ask us questions live, that's something that's coming down the pipe. But definitely send us messages. Let us know what you're thinking at DelphinPod, D-E-L-F-I-N. P.O.D. Eternals is on Disney Plus. Shang-Chi is on Disney Plus. There's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. So I'm sure a lot of people are rewatching everything but again we're just weeks away from moon night we'll see you next week thanks so much for listening bye bye